The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Today on The Mud Peddlers. Hi! Hi! <laughs> we are going to be talking about handles. Yes. So similar to the episode that we did a while back about feet, Feet on pottery. Feet on pottery. Yes. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so we're basically just talking about, you know, functionality, mm -hmm. uh, you know, style, just things to consider when you're making pieces and you have handles. Yeah, there's there's definitely a certain style of handle that I like gear. Like I've never changed my I've never. I've always been like, this is the handle I'm making. <laughs> and unless someone comes up to my table, which is a whole rant I'll give you later, I promise. Oh my gosh. It's I usually I'm like, no, this is the handle. If you don't like the handle. Because everyone thinks they're prefer like everyone thinks the handle they make is the handle that everyone else likes. Oh yeah, does that no, make sense? It's so true, dude. Like, and people are so like I feel like people care less about the feet on pottery unless it's like, oh, if you do not yeah. attend to your foot, which is true. I mean, you're like you gotta unless attend to the feet. Unless you're a foot narcissist or something, I don't know. Yeah, which I mean is fair. You know, like I pay a lot of attention to my feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this episode is gonna. I cannot. I cannot. Oh. Um, <laughs> So like people people care less about feet I feel like then but they, 100%. with 100% but with handles people are like real particular about handles. Yeah, you'll always like remember I was talking last episode about the craft fair. Yeah. They are the most handle centric people ever <laughs> at craft but it, fairs. But it's important. It's like it's the part of the mug that you're going to con like be in contact with. So it's like if you have that style of handle that you like. I mean I appreciate many different styles of handles, Yes, but there are definitely, anyway, I acknowledge that people are very, like, people have often yes. have their, their, you know, this is the way a handle should be, and I'm here to be like, there are many different ways and they that think, one can do a handle. They think their preferred handle is, the, you know those people, I call them mug cuddlers. Those, those mug cuddlers, don't Mug cuddlers. Don't hate on mud They don't cuddlers. use the handle for, like, carrying the drink anywhere, or, like, mm -hmm. stability. They just, like, put their hand through it, and they're like, mm. Okay, I'm totally that person. I know, everyone Dude, is that person. It's wintry vibes, it's cozy. Anyone? You got, you got your little, like, hand mitts on, I'll and tell you're you what, sipping cocoa. If you wear, what's those lumberjack? It's, uh, Carhartt? No, not Carhartt. That's a good guess, though. What is, like, lumberjack-esque <laughs> checkered shirts? Oh, oh my god, plaid. If plaid. you wear plaid, you're a mug cuddler, 100%. I wear plaid, I am a mug cuddler. Yeah, there's no way, if I ever see you come to my table when you wear plaid, and you start, like, Looking at the handles, I'm like, oh, you're just looking for a big round handle so you can stick your whole hand through it <laughs> so you can warm part of your hand and you can put your elbows to your sides and go, oh, so warm in the winter. That's because it's warm in Go to your family and be like, this is my winter mug. See, you're being hella judgy, and I'm just saying I'm that person. So you're talking to me right now, Dante. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no, you're a, good. My, my handles are often, I'm looking at yours right now. My mm -hmm. handles are pretty much like yours, where they have a high arch. Yeah. So you're almost forced to use your wrist to st stabilize the cup if you're holding it by the handle. Yeah. Okay, so so backing it up a little bit. Yeah. Do you, I'm asking, I mean, I know, of course, but yeah, I'm you asking know, yeah. for the sake of our, our, our listeners. Right. Do you roll out your handles as a slab or do you pull your handles? I pull them because, um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, it's just, for some reason, I'm more familiar with the motion of pulling a handle. Can't imagine why. Me either. Oh, <laughs> God. Don't know. <laughs> I feel sorry for the people that are don't get it right now. Oh, uh, it's okay. Somebody will tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope, you're in the dark. I hope you're in the dark forever. That's a that's a beautiful ignorance. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, um, I figured there's a couple different ways to pull a, pull a handle that I usually see. Mm -hmm. There's the people who take out the long the long strand of it, they pull and they put it on the table, they wait until it dries and then they oh, form it. Yeah, like a, that's like a Florian Gatsby thing. Right. He he pulls out a long hand, like a super, super long handle yes. and then cuts that that strip that essentially he pulls into multiple pieces. Yes. And then waits for them to dry a little bit and then further pulls them by like attaching them to the cup and then pulling them. Right, and then there's what I do where I roll carrots, I pull out a handle, I curve it on itself because clay has a memory and yeah. my, my brain's like, well, if you dry in the position that you're supposed to be in at the end of this journey, mm -hmm. you won't crack as much, mm -hmm. which granted it's, it's not that much, but it's, a, it's enough for me to be like, 
that's a little bit of wiggle room that I could work with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Put it on a board on itself, and it's, it essentially stays upright until you're ready to put it there. There's the extruder people. They extrude, and then they... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's, um... Well, it's, we should... This part, I feel like we should we should go into a bit more detail about this, because, oh. like, there are so many different ways of doing handles, and I feel like... Like 17. The, there's, yeah, there's a, there is a bunch. And I do feel like the... Even just, like, the simple... I just want to slow it... Slow yeah. it down and, yeah. and, and I am say going like fast. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. There's a lot of information. Lot of so but I'm just thinking like to kind of further detail why that arch matters. Yeah. Is that like we I mean if you've worked with clay at all, you kinda know that as clay dries it becomes less plastic, it's more prone to cracking. Yes. So if you put it into the shape that it needs to be in at first, then you don't have to worry about later as you are shaping it yes. about it cracking. So right. that's that's why you pull it. And I do the same thing yes. when I pull my handles. I then kind of put them put them into the general yeah. kind of arc shape that I want them to be in. It's the same reason I wedge. Like, I want to get the memory out. I want to warm up the clay and, and align and move the platelets around, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, just here's a good experiment you can do at home, right? Pull two handles, okay? Put them down, like, cut it off like a regular handle without a, without a cup on it. Put it down flat on the table, sideways, like flat laying down, not mm -hmm. vertically whatsoever, and mark where the end of one side is and the end of the other side is, the two attach points essentially, with like a little pen or something, and just leave it there for like days upon days upon days. Mm -hmm. When you come back, the lines are going to be completely different. It will have moved a tiny bit. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Because the more so it dries, the more... It Essentially, yeah. yeah. So not only is it is the shape changing because it's shrinking, yes. but it's changing because the actual like I don't know the, the memory, proper, the yeah, the memory, yeah. but like the platelets, I guess you could say. I don't yeah. know if that's the right term. No, the science term. Yeah, science terms. I'm you're better you're better with that than I am. Tiny bit, but, but not a lot. <laughs> but essentially, the the particles in the clay curve to meet their their memory. Yeah, so, essentially, yeah. yeah. And you just I just don't want them like I never want to dry something in a state in which it would not be its final form because then I have to move it. I have to move the clay around. And it's mm -hmm. like, yo, man, I was another position a while ago. Hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, imagine getting up in the morning when you're, like, super tired. You just spent the last, you know, the yesterday, you, you were gaming all day in your chair and you went to bed without stretching and then you get up and you immediately try and touch your toes. That's not going to yeah, do not gonna do. not going to work yeah. out. You ever get up too fast? Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not me. I'm built different. But like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. No, definitely not. <laughs> so, extruders. So, let's talk a little bit about that. I love extruder people because they said no. <laughs> they, they, they said I would much rather get, like, $50 worth of material. And I saw somebody mm -hmm. on Instagram, like, make their own extruder size. Oh, that's cool. They had a metal cutter, and they basically cut out, oh, okay, this is what all my handles should be. So, uh, yeah, I okay. want all my handles to be shaped like this. Yeah. So I'm going to get a form, get a metal cutter. So, I don't know, metal, cut it out. Yeah. And then use that little circle in the extruder and just push it out. And that's the handle. Yeah. Like, like a little, like a little handheld extruder. Or yes. Something. Do you, do you know where people can buy those? If, um, cause like I've never, I have, I don't have the materials to do metal cutting in my studio. <laughs> yeah. I know that they come with them already, but they're essentially circles. Most mm -hmm. extruders are just like circles. Yeah, the only extruders that I've seen are like super tiny though. They're for like pushing out almost like spaghetti. You can size. buy larger. Oh, okay. Larger okay. ones. So but just they, so like a common ceramic supply store, you could probably find something. Yeah, if you type okay. in like extruder, don't tell them you're gonna use it for ceramics because they'll try and upsell you. But oh. like, you can just buy a regular extruder, and then you know buy the the little applications to it that have the bigger holes. But huh. it's kind of like the uh, the chair thing I mentioned quite some time ago, where it's like if you want a pottery stool. <laughs> Oh, it's like 200 yes. bucks. Yeah. But if you go to Ikea and buy the same exact stool, it's like 30 bucks. Oh, okay. But okay. the second you're like, it's for pottery, they're like, oh, okay, well, here's an upsell. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Same thing with like wedding cakes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so some of the advantages of getting an extruder, I'm thinking, are that you basically, you get the same shape every single time. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you, I, I know this from my own personal experience, but, and folks, you probably can re connect to this to some degree as well, but yeah. like if you're pulling all of your handles, eventually you develop the muscle memory. Sorry, I know I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the hand motion right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dante. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. What? What? Oh my God. I am a mature adult. I am a mature adult. I'm not. That's, yeah, neither am I. I'm still mad about Harambe and Pluto. What? Oh, oh my God! I'm wow, pissed. I'm not Bro, an adult. You're, 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 you're dating us. You're dating us <laughs> Sorry. right now. Sorry. <laughs>
Anyway, if you pull your handles mm? consistently Stop. enough, do, I'm doing the hand motion again. If you pull your handles and you do enough of them, yeah. eventually you'll develop the muscle memory to get them essentially the same, yeah. like very close, but it, it takes a while to get to that point, which is part of the reason why I did slab handles for a while, which mm -hmm. we'll get to you know a little later in the episode. No, we can but, mask off, do it. Yeah, okay, well I will, but I, but I wanna get back, oh. I wanna talk about like ex extruding. Oh, sorry. So, but with, when you use an extruder, yes. you basically bypass that human variability yeah. element and yeah. you get the same shape every time. Every time, and like gr granted, like you were saying, you'll, you'll get it, like my handles come out the same every time, mm -hmm. but I have the ability to, based on just how much pressure I put on the clay body and how much clay I have, yeah. to make it like, oh, this one's, this pull is thicker. This pull is harder to make the handle more flat. Yes. Okay, this one's a bit more round, so I want mm -hmm. this one. So I can make multiple different types of handles while pulling a single block of handles if I felt like it because I have the experience because I don't use extruders. Yeah. But with an extruder, you get consistency. Yeah. That's essentially the trade-off, right? Yeah, yeah. And quick, like, quick consistency quick, as, yeah. as opposed to... You know. It takes a couple seconds to pull out an extruder, but for me, yeah. to pull a handle, and I like to think I'm fairly, I'm fairly good at pulling handles. <laughs> <laughs> it takes like a minute and a half to two minutes to pull a handle. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you're like really quick at it and you have a source of water next to you and things of that nature. Now, you like to use slab handles. Yeah, uh, it depends on the project that I'm doing. Because a slab handle to me is like a flat piece of clay, right? It, it is, so there's there's a couple different ways that I have approached handles in the past. And I guess one thing that I'll, I'll just kind of say broadly is that one of the biggest advantages of pulling your handles mm -hmm. is that you can get a taper. So like if you've yeah. ever seen one of my steins, and of course here they're sitting in front of us right now, yeah. the part of the handle that's closest to the top mm -hmm. is, you know, probably a third thicker than the attachment point at the bottom. Looks way more elegant. Thank you, Honestly, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I feel so glorious indeed. Indubitably, Who's that guy from regular show, Pops? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, but, so if you're doing, if you're doing a slab handle or you're doing a uh, extruded handle, then you can't get that taper. The only way you'd be able to get that taper if you wanted it is to, after you attach the handle itself, you'd have to add more clay yeah. around the part, which is, you know, which its, is, own, I mean, its own whole style you, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It would just be another another step in the process. And again, yeah. I feel like it depends on, okay, how much how much time do you want to put into the piece? What's the price point you want it to be at? So like how, how much time do you want to commit to, you know, doing the handle? But with slabs, so basically what I used to do with uh, slab handles is I would, I'd, you know, take clay. Mm -hmm. um, I'd roll it out into a coil about, I don't know, maybe half an inch to three quarters of an inch thick. Mm -hmm. And then I would take two rulers that are like... I've seen that, you do yeah. that, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so those are, those rulers that I use as gauges, but you can, like if you wanted to go to um, like a hardware store and pick up dowels, you could use those as a guide as well. Thicker rulers, question mark? Yeah, ba yeah basic, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the rulers that I was using were, I think about a third of an inch thick, so I'd put mm -hmm. those on either side, and then I would use a rolling pin, and starting at the center of the coil, I would roll out and then roll towards me, roll out, roll towards me. So I would end up with a, a slab of clay that was about know, a third of an inch thick, and usually half an inch to three quarters of an inch wide. You see, I started doing slabs mm -hmm. a while back, and I was like, how does Lindsay do this? Yeah, it's actually, when I do loop handles, mm -hmm. it's still my preferred method of uh, really? of making slabs. Yeah, and and basically, because all it's a way for me to kind of like with the extruder, I quickly get a consistent shape, mm -hmm. and I can I, it just increases the speed at which I can produce handles. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and all really all that you have to do like after you roll it out is just take a little bit of water and just like smooth down the sides because sometimes you'll get like a little bit of a hard edge. Yeah, because and that just, slab built. Right, because it's slab built. Yeah. yeah. So I just you know kind of run my fingers down. The sides, flip the the um, slab over, and then rub my fingers down the other side, and that just smooths out the hard edge. But uh, I started using that method actually from looking at the work of Mike Sinelli. Oh yeah. Um, oh do, yeah. Yeah, I, I know I, Mike. Yeah. I, I I love I love his work. So my handles when I do them with the loop in the slab built method are much less complex than what Mike does. Mm -hmm. But when I made all of my cafe ware for Insight Coffee Roasters, that's the technique that I used. Just so, for speed. Yeah, just yeah. for speed and also just for comfortability because I don't know. I just I just found that it, it produced it was a, it was a more comfortable handle for what I wanted to go for and it it also like like you're saying was was speedy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but 
part of the reason I started moving away from that for my other mugs because for a while like I was still I was using that slab built method for my steins for my you know regular mugs mm -hmm. but I started pulling my own handles again, frankly, because the little, like on a big stein, a three quarters of an inch thick, yeah, you know, or, or not three quarters of an inch thick, three quarters of an inch wide and third of an inch thick handle felt kind of dinky. Yes. And compared to like yeah. a chunker of a stein. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like part of building a handle is figuring out, okay, what's the style of the cup you're making? And then how do I make a handle that fits that style? It's like you have, a, you have an elegant mug and you want to put like a chunky handle on it. It's not to say you can't do that. It's just like, kind of looks a little mismatched sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was actually a time in which I hated making handles. Really? Oh my God, I hated it tell so me, much. Tell me about it. So I was trained by Yoshio, right? Uh-huh. But like, mugs are definitely an Americanized thing. And I and I don't mean Americanized as in like, only Americans do it. Oh, Americanized right. as in like, for some strange reason, people who will not use a mug handle still want a mug handle. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yoshio was very, Yoshio's philosophy, or at least he said this to me once, he could very mm -hmm. easily have changed his mind by now, was like, look, man, you don't really need a handle on a mug. And I go, that's just a big teacup. He goes, exactly. Like, you don't need the handle. The handle is only for transport in case the liquid is too hot. But yeah. Realistically that's, that's... speaking, it's either for that, comfortability, but like, you shouldn't be put, if the liquid burns your hand when you touch the mug, shouldn't be going in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but like I feel like there are there are times where it's like especially if I have tea, the the ceramic itself will hold onto the heat longer than the tea does. Yes, and so so it's like I can have a hot tea that is comfortable to put in my mouth, but it's still too hot to like wrap my hand around. No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Though. Okay, all right. Well, that's, that's I don't know that's, if I can verify that, that one there. Well. That's my experience. That's so fair. That's something I can't, that, but I can't, I can't, I can't fight people who say it's their experience because, like, that's too personal. Yeah, that's too personal. <laughs> I don't know what to do yeah. with that. Well, yeah, okay. I hear, I hear what you're saying though, in terms yeah. of like, like the handle. Listen, if you touch your cup and it burns your hand, don't put it in your mouth. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the rule. Okay. And you might need a handle to carry it from one place to another. This or make it comfortable. That's fine. Yeah, or hold on to it while you're waiting for it to cool off. Or hold on to it while you're waiting for it to cool off. But as far as drinking it goes, just wait. <laughs> okay, just all right. wait. I hear it, I hear it. And well, if you touch your cup and your brain's like, damn, this clay hot, drink's probably fine though. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I don't know about that. Yeah. So yeah. I went through a phase where I was like, I don't see the functionality of a handle. Mm -hmm. I can just be patient. I can just wait. Yeah. Right. But then after a while, I realized that like people like handle, especially especially Americans. They like big cups and they like handles. The yeah. one, the two things I've learned about Americans. <laughs> I think we're getting into Dante's rant zone. We are. We are. Well, we'll come back to technique in a moment, but I want to hear what you have to say. The two things that I've learned about, and I'm American, but yeah. like also. You guys will get a large amount of liquid and then never finish it. <laughs> you will get like a, a 24 ounce big gulp, whatever, whatever. There's somebody right now who's like, it's like 63, whatever. <laughs> but, and you'll leave, you'll leave like 10 to 15 ounces at the bottom of the cup. Yeah. And you'll almost never finish it. And if you do, God bless you. Because <laughs> you bought something that you were going to use properly. Yes, yes. It's not my, you know, but, and the other one is like, most of the time, you guys are not, most of you are not using the handle for what, like, not drinking. Like, I'm using this handle, it's stable, I'm using it, it's handle. A lot of you like to cuddle the mug. Or you use it for stability. I feel like you're making general. Okay, okay. I am. I'm I feel I'm like generalizations. Because like literally, Half I of like them right now are listening to this. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. I mean, yep, some, but yeah, like I all of you. I don't know if you have the data to back up that most people don't use the handle. I don't have the data. Yeah. But there's a lot more of you than I would like <laughs> existing out there, not mm -hmm. using the handle, but you refuse to buy a cup without a handle. <laughs> have you, okay, so when you went through your phase of yeah. not making handles, did you start making them again because people were like not buying the pieces without the handles? No, it's because I'm one of the, I'm one of the mug people who don't use, who don't use it. So, um, I don't know. No, how but to... like, why did you start using it? Why did you start making handles on your pieces again? That's, Be that's what I mean. For stability. Oh. 100%. So like I I started like I would handle my cup right and yeah. then it'd be too hot for my hand and I'm like well, yeah. clearly I'm not putting that in my mouth 
So I would start holding, and they're not going to see this. I would start holding my cup. This is how I hold my cups. Oh, okay. So basically, usually. for our for our listeners, essentially putting your putting your my thumb. Yeah, put it like cupping the bottom of the foot <laughs> uh, with your hand, and <laughs> then hand, putting yeah. your thumb through the lower part of the handle. Yeah, it's just kind for of, stability. Yeah, and to carry it around. That's it. That's yeah. the only reason. But like, if if I didn't need that, I wouldn't make. Handles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, my, that's fair. Somebody showed me this on Instagram. My favorite type of handle at the moment, because I'm sure it'll change, mm -hmm. is where you make a handle like a regular high arch handle. Yeah, you, and high arch like if just in just in case people yeah. aren't aren't sure what that looks like. Because again, this is an audio medium. It's very right. difficult sometimes because you know what can I say? I'm sorry to our our former YouTube viewers when we used to record the video. I don't feel sorry. You should have liked the videos. My, my no no no. Did it's it not even yourself, it's really. not even like that. No, because the people who the people who watched you know liked all the videos. But no, it's YouTube just video didn't blow up. How come you didn't share the YouTube video? <laughs> my not gonna lie, my life is much better with not having to edit all those. It's videos way easier every couple for her, of weeks. Yeah. yeah, way easier. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so a higher arch handle, like, could you describe that physically? Yeah. So if you're looking at like a regular, I'm going to call it beginner, even though this is not true, but I'm mm -hmm. a regular beginner handle is usually just half of a circle on the middle of a mug, right? Oh, okay. So it's just a big roundy. Yeah. Imagine if you took the top part of that circle and just kind of tucked it upwards mm -hmm. as if you were tucking up a shirt, right? So it looks a little bit more like a question mark. Oh, uh, yes, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it actually, that's exactly, that's a way better way than I would put it. <laughs> Yeah. You're tucking up just uh, yeah. a shirt thing, yeah. but yeah. It's basically a sideways, it's, it's like a 45 degree angle question mark okay. on a mug, honestly. Okay. Um, and that's a high arch handle. What I really like is when you make that arch, right? Yeah. Somebody showed me you uh, take that, still mm -hmm. wet, you're attaching it, you turn it upside down. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's a new, that's a new experience. And you turn it upside down and you take the smallest part, the part that would be attached at the bottom. And do a little curly yeah, You do a little curly stick my thumb through that and it oh feels so great God. oh i know which part you're talking, you know about. What I'm talking about yes 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 oh that's yeah 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 because the art the arch at the bottom of the mug instead leaves it just enough room for your thumb to be comfortable to stick it through mm -hmm. but if you take the tail of the of the handle the bottom of the question mark essentially yeah. and you upside down and put it more towards the center of the mug it feels so comfortable for mm. your thumb. But that's only if you're a weirdo like me <laughs> who holds your cups at the bottom and sticks your thumb through, you know. Yeah. You'll, you'll usually only see me carrying a mug like that um, if I'm transporting it somewhere. I will almost never drink the 1940s working man who's like my coffee <laughs> like holding it to the side as if he's throwing a hook shot i think you're you're I'll making you're, you're making this way of drinking coffee seem way or drinking any liquid seem way less common than it actually is no this listen there's at least a third of you i don't have data okay. to back that up there's at okay. least a third of you <laughs> who cuddle the mug you mug cuddlers and you just stick your hand you're not using the handle mm -hmm. you know you don't mm -hmm. i'm looking directly into your soul right now i i i feel it you I feel your, it. You and your two cats. <gasps> Don't hate on my cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've talked about we've talked about a little bit about pulling handles and the benefits of that. Yep. We've talked about doing slab handles. We've talked about using an extruder. Extruder people build different. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Extruder people are like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. What's an? Uh, I guess another another way that you could do handles. I'm thinking of is you could literally just roll out a coil of clay. Yeah. And that's another way that you can get a taper because you can uh, have one side thicker than the other and then just curl it. And then I know you before, and now I'm starting to wonder whether, I th I'm pretty sure at some point earlier in the Mud Peddlers, we had like a little sub-segment on handles because I did. remember talking about this, but I, I don't think we did a full episode. No. Because, okay, good. Because I'm like, I, I looked all through the old episodes and I was like, okay, what are we going to talk about? But now I'm, I'm, anyway, hopefully we're not repeating too much, but. You know, and if you are just joining us in the Mud Peddlers, here you go, as a revamp. There yeah. Yeah. So another method that I've heard you talk about is just getting a trimming tool, getting a block of clay and just cutting it across. I love, I love that because yeah. And so first of all, yes. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, I love it because a company, I think Diamond Core, I think it was Diamond yeah. Core, finally caught on to old school potters doing that and mm -hmm. was like, we can make a tool out of that. Yup. And they did. But like people who are just initiated into pottery are like, oh, look at this super cool tool. So I made a YouTube video on the tool, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm just gonna show everyone. I just got a yeah. regular trim tool, got a block of clay and just like, 
gouged out a giant piece of clay. And I was yeah. like, this is the same thing that this tool does. Yeah. But without $50. <laughs> well, the only difference too, though, is that the, um, the diamond, cause I actually looked at maybe buying one. Yes. The diamond core tools, they are made to give you slightly different shapes. Yes. So you could get a more, you can be more precise about the shape of handle that you want from mm -hmm. buying one of the diamond core tools, yes. as opposed to using a regular old trimming tool. But if you're wanting a more simple design, then yeah, you can use the regular trimming tool yes. without having to spend the money on like a diamond core tool. Here's my, here's my pseudo argument to that. And it's not really an argument. It's more of just like a side point. Yeah. There are hundreds of different shapes of trim tools. I see very little difference in between a diamond core tool that has a shape so you can gouge out clay and just buying a different shape of trim tool. I could very easily, like in my brain, I'm just like, that's just another shape of a trim tool, but it's specifically for this one thing. Mm. And I don't see much of a benefit other than it making a specific shape that it gives me that I could just buy a, like I can buy a different shape of trim tool, a Kemper trim tool, yeah. 10, 15 bucks. And it just gives me a different shape of a handle. If I do the yeah. same, it's just the action. But it's not, but it's not the, like, cause I feel like a lot of the other trimming tools are yeah. not made to be handle shaped. That is fair. They're made to be like to trim away clay. I agree. But the shapes for diamond core are, the shapes are made to like, this looks like a handle. They're made to facsimile handles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The the thing that Yoshio taught me a long time ago is, uh, I don't, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember bags of clay used to come with these little metal? Yeah. Okay. They stopped doing that recently, mm -hmm. which I get. It's like yeah. a waste of material realistically, but he got one of those and put it in like a certain shape and then gouged out the clay. Oh, that's he, nifty. He sculpted metal and was like, here's a different shape and here's a different shape and here you go. Yeah. He's the one who taught me how to do that. Oh, that's cool. So when Diamond Core came out with it, I was like, that's tight. Yeah. But I feel like... <laughs> this is like, this is what I'm coming back to our episode that we did on tools. This yes. is like luxury versus necessity. Hyper versus, specific. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I wonder too, and I'm curious, like if you, if you listener have ever used the Diamond Core tools and actually I guess well Dante for you too I guess I can oh, ask they're, since, they're since so you, good well since you use the loop tools to well just trimming tools in general trimming to make, I have like yeah. four or five of them yeah there. so I'm curious have you ever had issues with like memory because if you were taking a block of clay and you're just gouging out a, a strip of clay mm -hmm. does that clay ever try and like revert to a different shape as it's drying or or in the bisque firing because if, if that clay hasn't been wedged i mean obviously it's been like you know I it mean, was wedged at some point because it was then compacted into a bag of clay it was compacted into a square yeah and then what we want for comfortability part like a third of the reason we wedge because realistically a lot of people say like oh you're getting the air bubbles out yeah. And you're, you're, yeah, the clay. And I'm like, eh, kind of, but they kind of already de-air it for you at the company. Yeah. You're really just trying to get, number one, the, the clay platelets to align. Number two, mm -hmm. you're warming the clay. Number three, you're getting the memory out. Number four, yeah. you're, you're putting it into a ball so that it's more comfortable for you to throw with. Mm -hmm. But like, realistically speaking, the memory of that cube that they put it in, right? Mm -hmm. doesn't affect it that much. Oh, okay. But I also wedge my clay anyway. Yeah. And then I gouge it. Oh, okay. You okay. know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a wedge head, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, I tend to, I probably wedge more than I need to, to be honest, because I know there are some production potters who, you know, don't wedge, that, but they, like, they'll, they'll center, they'll uh, wheel wedge. Oh yeah, but they won't, up and down. Yeah, but they won't wedge, like, before they put their, like, block of clay on the wheel. You don't have to do either of them, but I would suggest most people, and this is a whole different talk, right? Yeah. Do one or the other, mm -hmm. because, Coning up and down on the wheel is essentially wedging on the wheel. Yeah, and that's coning up and down uh, is like the process where you when you're when you're like learning how to center. Yes, it's like the up when you when you move the clay up, up and, and down, down yes. to to get the clay centered. That's also called like wheel wedging yes. or and it basically does the same thing that wedging on like a wedging table or you know and they take yeah generally the same amount of effort realistically. I do mm -hmm. I do both, but like realistically speaking, other than getting the memory out of the clay body. You don't have to. It's just for the experience of the potter. Like if I didn't put my, if I didn't warm up my clay and get the memory out and put it into a ball and I was just trying to throw from the square of the, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It would be such a bad throwing experience. Uh, I would, I would hate it. Well, okay, maybe for you, but I don't know if it's necessarily a bad throwing, like. For everybody. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad throwing experience for everybody. No, for everybody, yeah. No, for, oh, no, 100% of them no. would have a bad throwing experience. I can experience. think, I'm pretty sure, and forgive me, okay, actually, I'm not going to say who this artist is because yeah. I, may, I may be, like, miss, miss, like, quoting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's an artist I follow online who just, who, like, cuts 
the clay off of the square block and then just throws it from there. And, and just squares it? Yeah. Like, just, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before, but then I'm like, crap, now I have to wedge it up and down again yeah. to get the yeah. memory out. Like, yeah. I could have just wedged this. A book de Beppo. Oh, no. Ma perché? Now I have to wedge it on the wheel again anyway. <laughs> oh, like, now I do my work for myself. We are, we are insulting an entire country right now. One in which oh, I... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 you're good, you're good. I love Super Mario. I, I love Italian as a language. I'm just not very good at it. And pizza. Provo. I don't think pizza's from Italy, is it? La lingua italiana. I don't know. Anyway. Handles. Handles. <laughs> Handles. <laughs> okay. I feel like we've gone over some of the basic... You know, a variety of different ways that you can make handles. Yeah. What do you feel like are some of the biggest mistakes that people who are just learning how to make handles make? And how can we suggest to our dear listeners ways to overcome them? Not Your drying time is a huge one. Okay. That's a huge one. Tell me more. Often people will leave their handles out to dry and the body of... That your pot will not be the same dryness as your handle. Oh, And they'll okay. try to mismatch them. They'll be like, oh my... Cup, my mug is leather hard, and this is leather soft. I'll put them together, they'll be fine with no cracks, right? <laughs> yeah. They won't. You know they won't. Mm -hmm. Just do it in the leather soft phase like a normal human being. Mm -hmm. And if you need to rehydrate either, like, I, I end up doing this all the time yeah, during the I summer. I Chico, yeah. Yeah, but what, one of the things, one of the things that I do that sort of mortifies some, some ceramic artists, because you can't always get away with this, oh, but I've with, seen you do it. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, I, the, the, what I often do is because, again, not, not, not only am I attaching handles to my mugs, but I also attach, like, a stamp, mm -hmm. and especially during the summer, it's really hard to get all of those at the same temperature yeah. and we're cracking. So, because I use B-Mix with Grog, and mm -hmm. B-Mix with Grog can put up with a lot of bowl, but what I do is after I've attached the handle and after I've attached the stamp, if it feels like there's a little bit of a differentiation in the moisture level between any of those three, mm -hmm. I just dunk the whole thing in water, like oh, a bucket of water, God. real quick, like in and out, and I kind of hold it and I let the excess water drip off, and then I set it off to the side. And But kind of like, by rehydrating the whole thing, yeah. I feel like I tend to get less cracking, yeah. but also know that it is way safer to be a normal person and just spritz it down. Yeah. I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> you're, just, you're just biding your time, really. Like I yeah. have, Lindsay and, and I, well, a lot of us do, we have these little tricks that give us like, oh, this will give me an hour more of work time. Mm -hmm. If I do it in this specific way, with this specific temperature, and it's 69 degrees outside, <laughs> and it's, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just enough for me to get away with this one specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did it the other day. I was making glaze. Mm. You know what I'm... Yeah. No. Wait, okay, whole, yeah, yeah. Talk. We should... We that's should. a different talk for a different yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. One of, one of the things that I tend to notice with, um, with beginner's handles is that they're often kind of too big in proportion to the rest of the mug. Now, admittedly, how big you want your handles to be, I think is 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 largely a stylistic choice. Like yeah. I think of artists like um, Miss Mary Alice, who has larger handles that usually are kind of like placed higher, very high arch. You know, there you can you could probably fit your whole hand through it, and like that's the style of cups. You know that she's de decided to develop. That's part of her style. Yeah. And if you again, so I I'm prefacing this to basically say that there's no quote unquote correct way or best way to do a handle because again everyone has their own style preferences. There's, there's no correct way, but th like. Let, let's be clear, there is a way in which the majority of people would find it uncomfortable to use your handle. Like... Yes, but that may not always be the point. Yeah, that, that's fair. It's, yeah. The functionality versus comfortability is is definitely something that we should discuss. Those who are married. They... sometimes. But, okay, I feel like oftentimes, again, like with beginner work, the proportion of the, of the handle is generally too big for the shape of the cup. Yes. And I feel like in general, it's good to experiment. So if you normally, if you're just kind of starting out, you're in your first, you know, maybe year or something of, mm -hmm. of working with clay, experiment, like try, 100%. try making your handles like a little bit smaller. See, you know, see what it's like to make a handle where you can fit like two fingers into, as opposed to like your whole hand or, or three fingers or four, or, like your whole, I know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to not I didn't say anything. You had a look on your face. That's just my face, Lindsay. <laughs> That's just my face. <laughs> but point being, experiment and I, I would say that if you were beginning start out with a smaller size i mean i like them a little bigger <laughs> Dante. I like them. Dante. Mm. anyway you know yeah so are there any other 
beginner oh, yeah. mistakes. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit more about that and then talk about functionality versus decor or functionality versus style, like style over function or function well, over style. I suppose this, this touches on both a little bit, but realistically speaking, whenever you have a, a, a body of clay or a pot or a profile, right? Mm -hmm. The majority of the time, and I'm saying the majority because I realize there's people out there who don't, I don't do this sometimes. Mm -hmm. I have these handles called fat boy handles where I put the handle at the very bottom and then the arch comes up away from the cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. right? So the top of your handle that you're attaching, like the question mark, should at least be at the shoulder of your pot mm. or a tiny bit lower or a tiny bit higher. I meet a lot of beginners who will like the high arch handles, yeah. but the arch will go above the top of the flipping oh, cup of the mug. Yeah, that's true. And again, that can be a stylistic choice. 100%. But if you were starting out, that may be just a thing that you do automatically as opposed to a, oh, I know a variety of different handle choices and I'm choosing to do this one. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, it's that's, not that's, like a hard set rule, but like if you learn the rules, then you can comfortably break them for stylistic yeah. choice. Yes. But I often find beginners who are just like, I like high arch handles and they'll, they'll put, their tea, like their teapot spouts, yeah. they'll put it above the whole ass teapot itself. <laughs> or they'll put their hand, their handles will be higher than the mug itself. Yeah, so essentially the, the upper arch of the question mark goes above the lip of the cup. Yeah, and yeah. and like, you know you're doing it on an accident. <laughs> you don't have to let, no, it's a stylist, little kid in class. It's a stylistic choice. Look at me, look at me in the eye, little beginner. <laughs> you did that on accident. Mm. And you just don't like to be caught with your pants down. <laughs> That's fine. I'm pretty sure if it's a student, that's the wrong, uh, wrong metaphor to use. You just wrong don't want your head you. slapped. Yeah. Another one that I really like, but a lot of people tend to, I don't want to say mess it up because mm. like it's, it's. Well, again, we're, we're talking about beginner stuff. Yeah. yeah so I talk in generals and then I usually, you know, but like, if you want me to name every exception to the rule, it's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is people who put the thumb rest on the top. Oh yeah. I love thumb rests, mm -hmm. but I don't do them because my cups are often not chunky enough to have thumb rest. Oh, if you put a yeah, thumb rest yeah. on a very elegant mug, it has yeah. to, it doesn't have to, but it often looks a little bit, it looks like you put a giant piece of clay mm. on an elegant looking mug. So I get people who make, um, I guess pseudo, pseudo steins. Like yeah. you make proper steins, yeah. but often a student will be like, I want like a Viking looking, you know? Yeah like a mead and they'll put a thumb rest on the top, but they don't know where to put it or how to put it. Mm, you know, they don't yeah. understand that the place in which you'd make the handle and the place in which your hand naturally rests is should be the thumb distance away from the thumb rest. Yeah. So they'll often make the thumb rest and then make the handle. They'll do it backwards. Oh, Does that interesting. Sense? I think so. So, so instead of attaching the handle first, yes. they'll attach the place for the thumb yes. and then adjust the handle based on that. Yes. Interesting. Okay. And I'm like, ah, that's not really where the thumb rest goes. And like, yeah, it is. It's at the top of the top top of the handle. And I'm like, that's not really like based on the shape of your handle. Mm. That doesn't, you know. And then they hold it, and they're like, wow. Number one, this is heavy. Mm. <laughs> no, number two, like my, my thumb doesn't naturally sit where I put the thumb yeah. rest. And I go, yeah, because it's not complementing your handle. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Right. That can also be tricky too. Like that's one thing that I've kind of struggled with. With like, cause I've never really made pieces with thumb rest really, but like everybody's hand is different too. Of so course, it's yeah. like, that's like, for me, that's something I struggle with. It's like, I don't know where to put the, the yeah. thumb rest cause, cause everybody's hand is different. And I guess I have, you know, I mean, I got lady hands, so they smaller. I used to make a knuckle rest. So I used to hold, I used to hold my mugs oh, like, like this uh -huh. or like, like this. And I used so to like, put a, a little thing right here. Oh, that's nifty. So the middle finger of my knuckle would sit on the inside of the handle where the cup kind of, there's like a space in between. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where I would put it. Oh, that's interesting. And like, but it ended up just being weird. Like, mm. after 10 of those, I was like, oh, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's an mm. interesting idea, though. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we move on to style and function when uh, when making handles? I guess. Okay, I have lots of screenshots. There was one artist, I could not remember her name, who makes handles that I really, really like, but I took a bunch of screenshots of artists so that as we're discussing handle styles, we can recommend some artists to look out for uh, for reference. Yeah. So, um, go okay. Go on their gram. Yeah, go on the gram or the Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> so I love TikTok. I, it's, it's, it's great. The most popular TikTok part is just like stickers on on mugs and then glaze over it. And I'm like, I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So style function. Where do we begin this? 
you know, I realistically don't know because style is really up to the individual, but function I could talk about all day. Okay. Well, function I, I could be like, here are the general rules to making a mug, and then after that, you F off, do your own thing. Okay. Let's, you go over, over function, yeah. and then I'll discuss some ideas about style. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, for me, there are two ways to make a mug. There's, of course, the bottom. A, a mug, realistically, is just a large teacup with a handle mm -hmm. on it. If you, like, yeah. it's a large cylinder. Yeah. If well, you, we're, we're talking, like, function specifically of handles, though. Oh, of handles? Yes, yeah. Oh. Since we're... Oh, I don't know. Do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 because I mean, because there's, there. well, you were talking about like, you know, we were talking about thumb rest. We were talking about high arches versus, you know, the, the, the semicircular shape. I mean, I feel like there are some quote unquote rules there around functionality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the difficulty is that everyone's hand shape is so different. And there seems to be a dichotomy of people who prefer their handles this way or that way. And mm -hmm. everyone seems to think that the handle that they prefer is the way handles should be, period. <laughs> Including myself, yeah. the hypocrite that I am. <laughs> Including myself. That being said, I meet two different types of people. I meet people who usually use a lot of wrist strength. So they mm -hmm. prefer high arch handles because they hold their mugs by mm -hmm. the handle with their wrist. Yeah. So it kind of evens out with that wrist strength. It's hard. Oh, I see Most people do mean. this. Yeah. This is like the traditional. Yeah. Okay. So how do we describe? How do we describe this to our? So viewers? my thumb is on the top. There's only two fingers, two or three fingers going through the handle, and then my wrist is bent down a tiny, tiny bit downwards, maybe uh -huh. like a ten degree angle. And the fingers are fitting in the in the upper curve of the question mark of, yes. the, of the handle. This, this is that we're holding Steins. Yes. The high arch handle is literally meant for this style of holding. Yeah. And some people like this. Some people have nice forearms and wrists, and they have strength. They crutch on that strength. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But there's also people who hold them like Lindsay holds them. Lindsay likes to put her whole hand through the mug. <laughs> and so not through the mug front ways. Not through front the mug ways. From, like I basically from behind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wrap my I wrap my hand so yes. that the palm of my hand is around the uh, around the downward slope of the question mark. Yes. And then my uh, Your thumb isn't even vertical with the it's like to the side. Yeah, yeah. My thumb is basically arching almost perpendicular yes. to like the attachment point of where the yeah. handle attaches to the cup. Your palm and I is do, almost I, touching the cup itself. Yeah. Like, you would probably benefit from one that doesn't have as high of an arch, mm. right? There's also people who just want the handle to be big enough to put their whole hand through as close to the mug as they can mm -hmm. so they can get the warmth off the mug, especially in the winter. Yeah. These pumpkin spice latte drinkers. Hey, hey, you can't say, you can't say shit about that now, Dante. You just told me how you had a pumpkin spice latte yeah, and you liked it. The person in my kitchen made a pumpkin spice latte and it was it was it was lit. Mm. It, it was double dutch bussin', as the kids say. Oh my say. double double we say that one more time? Double dutch bussin'. Double dutch bussin'? Yeah, like the double dutch bus, but bussin'. What's it, a double dutch bus? It's two buses. Double Dutch bus. I don't get it. No? No. It's a boomer song. Never mind. Uh, I'm okay. a boomer. Yeah. You're how about how about Bussosaurus Rex? <gasps> there you go. I prefer the Bussosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will I will say with like yes, there there is a lot of variety. There's too much individualism. Yeah, but but I feel like some general rule like okay. In terms of function, though, I feel like there are some general things. This is weird because usually I'm on the side of generality and you're on yeah. the side of specifics. Now I'm and like, I'm like, there's too much specific yeah. panel. <laughs> and you're like, no, there's general rules. Well, because I'm thinking like the other side of the spectrum yeah. of like non-functional handles. Let me actually, okay, so I'll pull this, I'll pull this up for, for some reference. So when I think of artists who prioritize uh, style over function is mm -hmm. artists like Kate Schroeder. So she is Kate Schroeder Ceramics on Instagram and she does the kind of pieces where she makes almost like miniature vignettes along the outside of her cups with like miniature like plants and stuff. I'm actually... Oh, is that the one that has like a, 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 a clearish like bookshelf? Blue? It's like this. Okay, I've never seen her yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she... That's a handle? It's a quote unquote handle. It's yeah. very artistic. It's yeah, it's def it's almost like more functional sculpture. Yeah. Um, if I held it by what would perceive to be the handle, I assume that would not go well. It may it may not yeah. work, yeah. Another artist who whose style of handle is like largely 
linked to the overall aesthetic of their cup and it's less focused on function but it's still functional mm -hmm. is a red divider so it's on instagram it's well i'll just list it in the show notes but red divider makes like sci-fi and like kind of creature inspired hand handles i okay. love this dude's work like it's freaking awesome of course you do you love the creature of course stuff. I do. yeah another artist i'll throw out for reference whose work is still very stylistic but a little bit more towards like the functionality is or their instagram handle is demirsi art Again, I'll list it in the show notes. But these are all artists who I think of, their handles are very much a part of the overall, like, they're very stylistic. Yeah. Right? And they go with the cup, usually, I assume. Y yes, yes. And they all, they're, they're stylistically cohesive, but they may not necessarily be the quote-unquote most functional, like, pieces. Like, they're all, they're all yeah. like, functional, but compared to an artist like Florian Gatsby, or Sarah Pike. Yeah. So Sarah Pike Pottery and then, you know, Florian Gatsby, both of those artists have mug handles that are like stylistically still cohesive with their cup. Yes. But more focused on a simplistic style as opposed to a more complex style. Well, I, I complex meaning like, I guess, um, elaborate, I should maybe yeah. say. I assume in the realm of functionality, your job is to first and foremost make them comfortable and strong. Yeah. And at least somewhat cohesive with the cup. But, yeah. but if you're going towards the more stylistic side, it's like, well, I really hope nobody uses this handle. Looks, <laughs> looks cool, though. <laughs> yeah, and there's, I think there's, I, again, there's, you know, there, there has there's, to be a mix. There's, yeah, and there's, and there's room for that, too. Like, there's room for, you know. Oh, you know, you know what I just thought of? Tell me, tell me. You know those people, those beginners in class uh -huh. who are always, like, obsessed with octopus? You know what I'm talking about? And so what they do is they make a handle. Yeah. And then they, they like, they're like, this is artistic. And they always get a little, a little ball of clay mm. and they'll attach the handle in different sizes. I mean, those are super cute though. I love those. And then they'll put a little divot with their pin tool or whatever. Yeah. Or the end of their pin tool and they'll put it and it looks like little suction cups. And yeah. they're like, I made an octopus handle. Why are you? You're not different. Why are you shysting on those people? You, there's nothing wrong there's with There's one that. of you every year. Dude, low key, I'm going to be one of those people because I kind of oh. want, I don't think any of my D&D group is going to listen to this but yeah. in case you are forget that i've told you this yeah. but like so we have a this is a little bit of a tangent but one of our players um is this like crazy ass uh circle of the moon druid and he always he often transforms into an octopus that like rages and his name his character name is gulp so when we it's too much hentai oh no we, yeah wait it's gulp <laughs> it's gulp i know yeah so when he transforms into an octopus we call him big gulp and so i kind of want to make some cups <laughs> with octopus handles that say big gulp on them i hear from the land of 7-eleven <laughs> i know big I know. gulp big gulp yeah, is my name anyway i like i hear what you're saying like yes it's yeah. i like like anything else like like the bubble technique yeah there's like phases you know you there, there there's yeah. but i don't know i wouldn't call them phases necessarily because no. that will i wouldn't call them a phase because that implies that there's a linear way in which you learn ceramics and that's not necessarily the case it's not linear yeah, but it's like, but it's like a prevailing, it's a, a prevailing or popular a decorative style. It's a technique like, that you're going to have to experiment with for a certain amount of time. And that's, that's how my brain says phase, I guess. Mm. But not to say that phase is that it has to be linear. Because like, it, I haven't gone through my bubble, well, I kind of have. I did, it once, <laughs> I did it once or twice, and I was like, that's, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like right now I'm going through my organic phase mm. not to say that people who start off with organic phase like it's not you're oh, right okay. it's not yeah, linear yeah. it's yeah. just it's just like it's like chaos linear where it's like you're gonna go through if you live long enough you will experiment in this phase but you'll probably move on after 100 years if you lived long enough i don't know i don't Maybe. want you to stay there though i don't know there's yeah. some people stay some people live there yeah but there's nothing wrong with that there's like, nothing wrong with it but some people really do be like i made one cup I'm gonna make this type of cup for the next 20 years. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I <laughs> don't know. That's all I'm gonna do. I don't know. Honestly, like, I don't see a problem with that. Like, once I discovered stamps, I'm like, yo, this is great. One last thing okay. I wanna say about handles that I, I wanted to mention earlier, but that I didn't, is when you're making handles, I feel like there people tend to do a more like flat style, like where the uh, cup or, or where the handle is wider than it is like thick. Yeah. So almost more a, kind of like a slab, but not really. Yeah, and then some. some people do more of like a like a circular. I do a circular. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do a more like circular style. Mm -hmm. Last thing I'll say is that you can also add handles that aren't even made out of clay. Like there's an artist yeah, on. A little bit of glue goes a long way. This is true. No, for oh, sure. A little bit. For sure, though. Well, in the microwave, it does fine. Well, it depends on what you're. You gotta use Gorilla oh, glue. Glue, yeah. You gotta, you gotta use. Can't use bad glue. You gotta use Gorilla glue or like. 
know, yeah. good glue. But for, for some reference for folks to check out, uh, there's an Instagram account called One Ceramic, and I'm I saved this uh, I saved this artist a while ago, so I can't remember what their name is. But One Ceramic, they actually use like metal bits. Um, oh, it's hot. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I guess in summary, I'll say that ultimately this is a lot of run around it's a lot this is a lot we talked about a lot we talked, talked about a lot we talked about different ways of making handles and the benefit like pros and cons of each of those we talked about you know style and function mm -hmm. what the hell else did we talk about this is a long episode we we talked about you mug cuddlers out there mug cuddlers yeah you should feel bad you shouldn't feel bad. I'm sorry. Do what you want to do with handles. I feel like ultimately my message, my homework for you guys is to experiment, try different things, and also are we like- we homework? Yeah, we are. Why not? Oh, do you don't. You don't have to do it. I'm not going to like grade you. No, you have to do mine. I ain't going to read you. I'm going to grade you. Okay. That actually would be actually that actually would be kind of fun if I'm we did like mud peddlers homework and then people could people could post and like tag us and stuff. Okay. My homework is That'd for you fun. to try and copy someone else's handle. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and then see how it comes out. Because whenever people try other people's artwork, and it's a little more, I don't want to say elaborate, but it's a little more out of the range of what you're used to. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, your style comes out even when you try and copy the work. It's not yeah. like you guys facsimilated exactly. And you often find a whole new style of work. So my homework for you is to make a couple mugs, make five, and then- Not even five, even just one, even just one, because not everybody has time to make five different mugs. Okay, not everybody has time. And make as many as you have time for without going to like 20. Yeah. And then try and facsimilate someone else's handle that is out of the range of your- out of the scope of what you usually do. Yeah, and then tag the artist if you post it like tag on Tag the artist, yeah. give tag credit. The, yeah, tag the artist, and then also tag Dante and I to be like, hey, tag this us. is Mud Peddlers. We gotta homework. make a Mud Peddlers Instagram. No, I think I still think having it be you're like, like both of Yeah, because I don't want to have to manage a whole other social media account. No, people, you're right. People know what's us, like tag the both of us, you know, just, yeah. anyway, if you- Don't message us, you, tag us on a post. Yeah. There's so many times I tell people to like, oh yeah, I do a thing, and they they send me a big long essay in my uh, DMs, and I'm like, this doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Well, and if you guys like this idea, like, let us know, because that actually would be really fun to have. Like, and I can do it too. We can all do a little homework assignment. Okay, we're gonna go. Lindsay's razz razzled up now. Oh, so She's sorry. frazzled. She's. <laughs> <laughs>